Hello and welcome to Revival Extinction, the gaming podcast where I play at least five hours of a video game and tell you how good it is. And for this evening, the game that I'll be looking at, dear listeners, is Pokemon Legends Arceus. So Pokemon Legends Arceus is an action role-playing game developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo and the Pokemon Company for the Nintendo Switch. It is part of the 8th generation of Pokemon video game series and serves as a prequel to Pokemon Dominant Pearl and their enhanced version Pokemon Platinum and the remakes of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl. The game was released on the 28th of January 2022 and the game was announced as a part of the Pokemon 25th anniversary event alongside Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl. So... I'll say this at the very start, mild, mild spoilers for Pokemon Legends Arceus, so I played about six hours in for this game so far, um, and I will be mildly spoiling the game up until the first rampaging Pokemon Cleaver, um, so if you don't want to know about those first six hours, then play them and come back to me. So overall the story, so you play a nameless, initially, protagonist um, who, and you are ripped from your space-time by God, in this case the Pokemon God, Arceus and you are taken back to the Heesway region um, So we are looking at long, long ago before Pokemon Diamond I can't actually see an exact time frame but you are taken back to Heathway region um, and basically building the Sinnoh Pokedex um, so you're taken in by a professor and you are told that you can work as a scout in helping capture and capture Pokemon uh, create and craft many items in the in the world and free these rampaging Pokemon that seem to be going berserk because of the time-space rift that you yourself fell out of. Um, so basically this is Attack on Titan for Pokemon. You're a scout and Pokemon will kill you if they get the chance. Um, that's one of the big improvements in gameplay. Um, so you go out and you create research tasks and you complete them and you craft and you catch and you battle and that's about it story-wise so far um, if I had to compare it to any other RPG around I would compare it to Atelier the Atelier series um, this doesn't feel like a Pokemon game to be honest which is a great feeling as much as I love the mainline games um, this is a very very good breakup so far um, the graphics, I know they've copped a lot of flack, but come on guys, it's a Switch. Um, I've been playing handheld, the graphics are fine. I did run into a little bit of a problem on one of the side quests for the game, in which you have to find uh, three, three different Pokemon, bring them back to the person that has given you the request. Um, simple, simple RPG fetch quest. And because of the pixels, I, it took me so long. I actually had to look up a guide just to finish that little side quest. Um, so the graphics, whilst they aren't great, they are, I guess, emerging. And we'll see what happens with any future and further updates. So the sound, 
Um, the music's fine. I don't think it's anything too spectacular. Um, so I have heard it said by one particular Turtle Bearman, um, shout out Turtle Bearman and the Steam Machine podcast, um, that when your character rolls or dodges, it sounds like Link from Legend of Zelda. And I definitely have to agree with him there. Um, it sounds like it's been ripped straight, straight out of Miyamoto's playbook there. Um, and we're actually Link in disguise. Makes sense, potentially. We've been remade as the hero of time. Um, so overall, the sound, like, it changes in areas. It's not too too harsh on the ears. Um, I don't really have much to comment on that, to be honest. Yeah, it's 5 out of 10. Um, the bosses. Now, this is where, again, we go into that spoiler territory mildly. Um, Cleaver, amazing boss fight. You actually have to utilize your trainer, your the pokeball throwing mechanic or the item throwing mechanic, dodging, rolling, getting damage, throwing out your Pokemon to battle Cleaver, your Pokemon gain damage, you potentially getting caught in the backdraft of your Pokemon gain damage battle. It's amazing. Um, hopefully all the other battles are like that. Um, I have heard briefly what the other Pokemon are, that they do get progressively more difficult. I found the Cleaver one really, really easy. So hopefully that difficulty spike jumps in um, because so far they've even got a mechanic linked to dying in a very Dark Souls-esque way. So you leave behind a satchel um, and if you collect another player's satchel and return it to them, which has all their items from when they died, again, a very Dark Souls mechanic, um, you get rewarded for that. So I think that is definitely a great mechanic that not only says yes it's okay to die because um, that might be a new experience for people who have played pokemon games before fainting might not have been something that they've done before so next the controls and mechanics oh the mechanics blew me away as someone who's only played mainline games with pokemon mainly i did jump into the coliseums for a little bit but i haven't played pokemon ranger i haven't played pokemon mystery dungeon haven't played many of the spin-offs at all um the mechanics very open world very action rpg you're able to aim a pokeball at a pokemon in the overworld throw it miss entirely um you can throw a pokeball at craftable items in the world and your pokemon will come out mine them for you and that pokemon gets experience so i would highly recommend when you are crafting or going around picking up crafting materials that that is the way you do it um, because your pokemon will get experience for it rather than just going up and pressing a battle mechanics remain the same whilst your character can walk around in the battle zone like in a dragon quest 11-esque way um, from what i've seen there's no real benefit it can only damage you if you walk in the line of fire and that still damages your battling Pokemon as well. I thought it would have been cool if you could kind of jump in the way and stop stop your Pokemon getting damaged or do a Pokemon first movie, go all Ash and Mewtwo and try and punch that motherfucker. But no, sorry, sadly, players, you can't punch any Pokemon in this game. Um, the controls... Um, 
yes, there are mount Pokemon, um, as you might have seen from early emerging trailers of this. The new Pokemon Weird Ear is your like land mount. Um, there's a Hisuian Bravery that you can write, uh, that can fly you around the overworld. And there's also Basculin, I believe, um, is how you get across the water terrain areas. Um, and again, the crafting is part of a mechanic. And just the overworld itself is quite lush. I never found myself bored of things to do. There was always um, research tasks to complete, whether that be for the Pokedex or side quests. Um, so I will speak briefly on the Pokedex. So as opposed to previous Pokemon games where you simply catch the Pokemon and that fills in the dex entry for you, um, when you still see a Pokemon, it still recognizes that in the dex, although it shows Pokemon in your area that you can catch even if you haven't seen them. So for example, in the first area, Togepi is one of the rare Pokemon in that area. Um, it, I was able to filter my Pokedex to show that Togepi is in the area before even seeing a Togepi. So it had that grayed out little entry there. Um, however, to get all the data for a Pokemon in the Pokedex and fill its entry, you have to A, catch it, and B, fill up the research task to 10 points for that. Um, now it shows many more. Um, you don't have to do all of them for that luckily because the last thing i would have wanted was a pokemon let's go master trainer kind of debacle like that was up to level 100 for every one of the 150 pokemon that was not a fun task let me tell you um a little little tip that i found from the pokedex um in the research tasks themselves there are red red um, dots arrows next to certain entries so those entries if you are able to fulfill them will gain you two research points instead of one so if you find that they are more your speed i would definitely recommend trying to complete those because that will make you fill your entry faster um, breeding is gone battles are gone online uh, for now we'll see if they come in trading's there but you don't need them thank god um, They've made this a fully sustainable game, so you can catch every Pokemon in the Pokedex with enough grinding. So there's an item called a Link Cable, I believe, um, which can help you evolve Link Trade Pokemon. So you can have an Alakazam after the first area, because you can catch Abra there. And if you grind enough, and if you find your Link Cable, you can evolve that motherfucker to an Alakazam, which is super, super helpful. You can also use crafted items um, to increase, I guess, or distract Pokemon, like in the Safari Zone back in the day. Um, it can either distract them, make them angry. Uh, there's a smoke ball which can hide your stealth, so because some Pokemon will either react aggressively to you and attack you head on, or some will run away when they see you. So it really, I guess, limits that ability to catch them stealthily for want of a better word um, which a lot of the times is a research task to catch them without being spotted um, so that's a very helpful mechanic as well um, so i guess overall that brings me to my rating so i am definitely going to continue to play this game um, it is an 8 out of 10 for me um, with the only I guess downside so far being I don't know more about it. So if that tells you anything, dear listener, 
buy this day one, buy the special edition, get the cool little figurine or the steel case that comes along with it. I bought it digitally because I wanted to play it at midnight on release, um, but I kind of regret that now, so I may have to try and get my hands on a physical copy later on. So that finishes up our episode for this evening. Uh, once again, my name is Adam. Uh, this is Revival and Extinction. So if you feel like you want to send through any complaints, concerns, or any general questions, um, I do have an email at revival.extinction at gmail.com. And also for the next couple of games, if you do want to try and follow along, um, I will be playing the first Fate at Stella game on the Switch, uh, followed by Dark Rose Valkyrie, Scarlet Nexus, and Marvel Spider-Man, because I recently got my PS4 working, so yay to that. I'm really looking forward to it. So, dear listener, uh, thank you, and once again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Mm-hmm.